podcast. This is my 12th episode. I realize that it's been a long time since I last recorded an episode. Uh, sorry for the inconsistency, but now I'm going to try and be a little bit more consistent with my podcast by recording episodes every other day or when there's something uh, related to the Montreal Canadiens that uh, that should be uh, that should be talked about. So today I'm here with a, uh, with a guest. He has a YouTube channel. His name is Josh uh, Talk Sports. Uh, I would highly suggest that you that you check out his YouTube channel as well. Uh, so uh, yeah, take that into consideration. Sub- subscribe to his channel. He uh, he posts videos related to uh, a variety of sports such as hockey, soccer, and uh, other and other things like that. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about the fact that the Montreal Canadiens got out of the first round by beating the Toronto Maple Leafs three to one. Yes yesterday to and they made a comeback in the series uh for uh to win the series four to three so josh thank you for being in my podcast today and no problem uh, yeah it's great greatly appreciated so josh like uh, uh based on all of the factors for uh for the toronto maple leafs and the montreal canadians together uh, do you find uh would you agree that it is a little bit odd, uh that the that uh toronto maple Maple's loss the Montreal Canadiens based on their performance this or do you think this loss was uh, expected in your in your view? Well, I mean, if you looked at um, the Montreal Canadiens, the last games of this season, I think they lost five or six games in a row. So, you know, I didn't know if they had a chance to bounce back, you know, especially that Toronto went on that winning streak sort of at the end. But I actually predicted that, you know, that Toronto may win. But I wasn't certain. And the reason why is because they obviously choke, you know. It's their fourth consecutive year that this team has choked and they're supposed to win. They did it, what, twice with Boston. They actually did it three times, to be honest, in the 20, if you're counting 2013, before Matthews and Marnie came in. They did get against Columbus in the playing round. You know, they lost and five, and they lost, got them uh, pretty uh, convincing as well. <laughs> you know, they out choked, and you know, the Montreal Canadiens, yes, this was supposed to be an, an easier team, but this team has had some, you know, they shocked the Pittsburgh Penguins in the round, right? They also got veterans, you know, the playoffs is a different story. You go back to the LA Kings. You know, they finished eighth when they won the Stanley Cup. And they were actually down against uh, Vancouver, I believe it was. Like 3-0. And they they ended up winning 4-3. So in the playoffs, anything could happen, you know? Right. Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, uh, Yeah, uh, I I completely agree with you on that. And with... uh, Montreal Canadiens shocked the Pittsburgh Penguins when they beat them uh, last uh, last season because they because they had a decent power play during that series when they were playing against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, it was pretty shocking for all of us, honestly, you know. And uh, and so basically, what you're trying to say is that their Penguins uh, uh, last season sort of reflects uh, their performance uh, against the Toronto Maple Leafs here. Not exactly, and I'm going to kind of explain why. Last season against Pittsburgh, you know, they were fifth. Compared to Montreal, they were 12th. 
But, you know, you looked at uh, Pittsburgh beginning of the season at that year. They didn't do quite well, you know. They did well was usually at the end. And if you look at this year, too, they kind of started slowly. This team, you know, in order for them to be good, they have to consistently play. They're usually good at the end because the players play more. They take also longer to adjust. And personally, what, what happened to uh, Montreal Canadiens, they didn't play in two months, right? So everyone was sort of rusty. So that's why Pittsburgh, I think, did nothing because they're usually a slow team to start with. Now, Toronto here, you know, this team, they only had a one week of a break. You know, they're still pretty, um, you know, I find they had a lot of stamina, but like there is supposed to beat Montreal, but they didn't. And, you know, I think Montreal did have a good game plan against Toronto at the end of the game, you know, and Montreal are very, um, you know, when they're on, they're on, you know, you look at this season, I think they went on an 11 game winning streak. So, you know, they are a shocking, shocking team. And a reason why is that is because of Carey Price. Carey Price was hot against Pittsburgh. He was hot in this series well, and that's why they made it. You want to stage it, mate. Uh, especially with Carey Price being a huge factor for the Montreal Canadiens during this uh, during the series, you know, only were the Pittsburgh Penguins last season, but also in this series against Toronto and many other series. Like if you uh, think about when the Montreal Canadiens beat Boston, you know, years ago, uh, they uh, when they won the series four to three. If it wasn't for Carey Price, the Can- the Canadians weren't going going to uh, knock down knock down Boston. And the same applies for this series, you know, against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And what you're saying about the fact that the Montreal Canadiens had a pretty good game plan for this series is kind of agreeable. And I'm sure that many people would, uh, many people would agree with you as well, because, uh, you know, they had they had a good they they had a good penalty kill like they usually do. But their power play started to improve, especially towards the end of the series, which allowed them to come back. Uh, but uh, the the last the last two games prior to Game Seven, you know, th- uh, they both won those games in overtime. You know, uh, they had a little bit of a hard time getting back into the series, but uh, uh, but because of the fact that they, you know they had a they had a good game plan and based on their reputation, I think it's maybe they felt a lot more pressure to uh, beat the Toronto uh, beat the Toronto Maple Leafs and uh, get out of the series. Uh, because, like you said, Toronto has a very bad history. You know, uh, they they haven't uh, gone out of the first round in over 17 years. It's going to be two decades. Not to mention that they haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1967. So, so basically, what you're trying to say is that uh, the Montreal Canadiens landed the Toronto Maple Leafs, which allowed them to come back into this series and uh, and win the series. And now they're going to be playing against the Winnipeg Jets tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow at seven thirty. So, so basically, that's basically that's what you're trying to say. You're, you you think that the Canadians had a better game plan than the Toronto Maple Leafs? That's what got them out of the series. Do you agree? Um, you know, you look at game one. You know, play a physical, very uh, very physical style. And you know, I understand why I played that because you can't outskill or outspeed really Toronto because they're a very fast and skillful team. And Montreal isn't really built for that. But they did use it against – they did try to play the physical, the trap, you know, and they 
played it very well. So yes, they did have a great game plan. Although, like you know, you look at a uh, game two, game three, and game four, they kind of were very undisciplined and like they couldn't score goals. But after you know, when they brought Gustafsson in the lineup, I think he's a player that doesn't get credit. You know, this team looked better offensively, better moving the puck forward. You know, because this team, you know, if you look at those games, they didn't know how to really move the puck as well. Mm-hmm. But that um, this will happen with the Winnipeg Jets? I really don't know, but it's going to be a lot harder, I find, for Montreal to beat them compared to uh, Toronto. And the reason why is because Toronto, you know, you look at all the top six guys, you know, like Johnny Tavares, Real Nylander, although he had a great playoffs this year, um, Marner and Matthews. A lot of times, like, these players, they don't show a lot of drive, I find, end them like they just don't do enough like sometimes it's like they don't even care right like they mm-hmm. play when they want to you know Absolutely. and, and in game, game five and game six you know they ended up scoring two goals like against Montreal quick so kind of showed that they can but they just you know they just disappear and I don't think Toronto has the mentality for that but you know you look at Winnipeg this team has made the conference finals like so much times and, you know, they've even made it past the second round. You know, they've been in the playoffs. They have the mentality. And they're also very physical compared to Toronto, you know? Because you look at that top six, you know, especially Matthews, they're not very physical. They're sort of like in a way very um, – they don't hit. They're kind of like a little weak physically, except Nick Felingo. But you look at this Winnipeg side, this team could really nail you. And they could fight too. They're a bunch of big boys. And they could also – play I find their Percy a lot better defensively than Toronto is. So it's gonna be a yeah, lot exactly. harder. Exactly. You, you brought up a you brought up a lot of chats and how it could be a lot more difficult for the Montreal Canadians to get out of round two. Uh, but but looking at the uh, at the stats at the at the standings, you know, on the uh, I think the Montreal I think the Montreal Canadians do have a slight chance, but I, like you said, the Winnipeg Jets have a significantly better history, and uh, it is going to be a lot more of a challenge for the Montreal Canadiens to get out of round two. Uh, so, uh, but just going back to uh, the, the series uh, with uh, the Canadians and uh, the, and the Leafs, you know, who do you th- who do you think were the main players uh, main players for the Canadians? Who who had the who impacted? The Canadians in the most positive way. If you had to pick three players uh, for the for the series, first start it's got to be Price. I say that because you know this team struggled, you know, without Price. I believe that without Price they wouldn't even make it past the second round. You know, Jake Allen's a very good goalie, but under pressure he kind of chokes. But I didn't find he actually choked with the Habs. To be honest, he did really well. But K. Price has this factor that he could really be the best and he could easily steal your game. That's why he gets paid so much money, right? I think mm-hmm. he gets paid how much? Like $10.5 Because yeah, he could be the McDavid factor as well. So I'm going to say first, K. Price. Um, second star. It's sort of really hard in a way, you know, because... Um, I find Kakanyemi did well, but I don't know if he's a second star. It's either Gabi Kakanyemi or Nick Suzuki, which one. But I think I'm going to put um, 
I'm going to put a Nick Suzuki because he did really well. You know, he got that overtime winner that helped Montreal Canadiens, obviously, won the game. He also got – he also did a lot of assists, you know, especially in that game seven he came for at the end. And as terms of my third star, you know, I could easily put Kotkaniemi because he did get some uh, big goals. But yeah. – Hmm. It's sort of hard because it's it's not like other than Carey Price, there was one player that stood out. I find it was a very um, good, solid um, team effort, in my opinion. But if I had, oh sorry, but if I just had to pick one player, you know, I know Emil got two goals, but I think it's gotta be Kudelnyemi, just because he got those. That big goal, he came in and he kind of changed the lineup. So that's why I'm going to say Kakanemi, although there's probably better players that deserve it. But I think Kakanemi deserves credit. Some really good points there. And uh, definitely Kakanemi and Carey Price, obviously, uh, had one of the most significant impacts on the reason why the Montreal Canadiens were able to get round one again. Uh, get out round one against the Maple Leafs. You brought up some really amazing points about Kakanyemi uh, and even Tyler uh, Tyler Topoli and uh, real was Corey really performing. Perry. It, Corey yeah. Perry and Eric Stahl because Eric Stahl was actually quite good defensively. He may have not gotten goal, but I think he got a lot of assists in this playoffs as yeah. well. You know? Right, I agree with you. He had yeah he he also had a very significant impact on the Montreal Canadiens. So opinion uh my three stars would be obviously number one carry price i agree with you on that one two i would have to say two i would have to say uh, i know uh when we were i know when we were talking about the three stars yesterday uh i i, I had different selections uh, uh, uh my second star would be uh tyler topoli and uh three would have definitely uh cock and yemi and there, and there are many other good players, like you said, that had a, a good positive impact on the Montreal Canadiens as well. Uh, so just a last question I'm going to ask you uh, for, this, uh, for this episode. So what, so what, do, you think, uh, what do you think the future holds for uh, if, there is, if there is a future playoff series you know, with the Montreal Canadiens and the Maple Leafs? The foreseeable future. What do you? What would your uh, predictions be? I know it's something. It's something hard to predict, but I think it would be interesting uh, to hear uh, your predictions on on the Leafs' uh, future if they were to play against the Montreal Canadiens in the playoffs. I mean, personally, everything could change in a year. You know, this whole lineup in the Leafs—they could all be blown up. So can Montreal in a way. You know. You look at back in uh, 2014 when Montreal made the conference finals, right? Bergevin, uh, he blew up most of that lineup and Montreal wasn't the same. So anything could happen in a year. So they kind of make a prediction to say, oh, who will be better, Toronto or Montreal? You know, it's kind of hard because Montreal does have a good core with Caulfield, Suzuki and Kakanyemi. And I believe that, you know, they're getting better, but they're not their best points. And as turns for Matthews and Marner and the Maple Leafs, they may, although Montreal was better than them in the playoffs and they had better mentality, 
you know, these guys may be more skillful, but they may end up leaving, you know, because there's ideas of Toronto possibly blowing up this team after what has happened to them basically in recent years. So it's very hard. So I can't have a prediction right now, you know. Yeah, that's what I agree with you. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, the, uh, it is really hard to predict the, uh, the future for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and it's just and it's just something that we're gonna have to watch uh, uh, next season, depending. On the uh, so I just wanted to thank everyone for listening to uh, this episode, and uh, I want to thank uh, my guest Josh for being on uh, uh, being on my twelfth episode uh, and uh, speaking with me today about the Canadians' performance against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, I'll be doing an episode uh, shortly uh, in a in a day or two, uh, and I'm going to try and be more consistent. I'm going to do uh, a little bit of a preview uh, and my and talk about my predictions for the Canadians and the Jets uh, in round two. So thank you, thank you guys again for listening to this episode of my podcast, and I'll see you guys soon. Take care. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.